0: Hello Hawks fans and welcome to another episode of the KettleCast with your host Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast we'll be talking about the Hawks 102-126 loss to the Denver Nuggets. Big runs by the Nuggets to close the second quarter and start the third quarter doing the Hawks in the first uncompetitive game of this West Coast road trip. Without further ado, let's get into it. A little reminiscent to the Hawks last year or even two years ago, this was a game on the West Coast that was not fun to watch at the end of the game. The Hawks came out and had a strong first quarter. They led 35-31, um, and they would play the Nuggets tough for the first half of the second quarter. But from then on, the Nuggets went on a huge run and would ultimately blow the Hawks out 126-102. to If the Hawks are not scoring 120 points or so, at least getting over 110, you know it's been a tough night for them offensively, and they kind of had what they did to the Warriors two nights before, the Nuggets did to them in Denver. The Hawks didn't shoot the ball particularly well, they were 36 of 76 from the field for 47%, uh, 12 of 34 from three-point land for 35%, Um, they did get to the free throw line 21 times, but... Even that did not seem like the appropriate amount. After the game, both uh, Nate McMillan and Trey Young were a little critical of the officiating, so much to say that maybe the Hawks let the officiating bother them a little bit instead of just playing the game. Um, The big thing for the Hawks is they got really out-rebounded. The Hawks had 31 rebounds, only two offensive, which you know the Hawks usually really do a good job on the offensive glass. They were unable to do that in Denver. And the Nuggets had 49 rebounds and 15 offensive rebounds and that difference of 18 boards and 13 offensively in particular led to the Hawks being outscored in the paint 50 to 32 and then also being outscored in second chance points 17 to 4. In the second half that would be uh, 12 to 2 in the Nuggets favor but the Nuggets just really I mean they shot the ball extremely well 50 of 92 again The Hawks got 76 shots, and the Nuggets got 92 shots. That sort of differential is just difficult to make up, uh, and you got to be shooting the ball from a really high percentage from three-point land to make up that sort of difference. Um, And then the Nuggets were shooting 15 of 36 from three-point land, including a couple of uh, three-pointers from bowl-bowl and garbage time in the fourth quarter. But, um, you know, the Nuggets just came in and really took advantage of uh, their – size in the middle and um, just really dominated the Hawks on the boards. Uh, kind of getting into that, it felt like that first quarter both teams were shooting the ball extremely well um, and that 35 point first quarter would be the highest scoring by far for the Hawks in the second quarter they would score 20 points the third 24 and the fourth 23 just they just never could get going. in that third quarter in particular, Trey Young played the entire third quarter. He had a nice third quarter. He was 506 from the field, had 12 points, hit two of two three, three pointers, and the Hawks were still outscored in that period uh, by eight, 32 to 24. Um, just no one outside of Trey really had it going for the Hawks. Uh, Capella, who had had a very good matchup with Nikola Jokic, at least career wise, head to head. Um, came out on the other side of it and Nikola Jokic really had a nice game seven of 12 from the field uh, one of two from his three-point shot one of two from the free throw line for 16 points Um, he had 10 rebounds eight assists a steal two blocks and the Nuggets were plus 20 when he was on the court Uh, the Nuggets had seven players with three or more assists Uh, assists are another stat that you look at and you could probably tell the Hawks lost the game the Hawks had 18 assists you know, we talked about in previous pods, just the Hawks need to be aiming for 25 to 30 assists. To only have 18 is brutal. And the Hawks, um, as much as they have Trey Young, Gallo, and John Collins, who can win individual matchups, they're more of a team that gets going when the ball's moving around, and it just it wasn't moving. On the other hand, the Nuggets had 32 assists. And again, just exemplified, they didn't have any one player with that many. In fact, Jokic led the team with eight assists but they had seven players with three or more assists. Um, and then Jokic had two blocks. But uh, a lot went into this game, I think. First of all, this is the Hawks' uh, fifth game on this road trip. They fall to two and three on the road trip so far. And uh, then they had beaten the Nuggets in Atlanta, and I'm sure the Nuggets were, going, were very uh, aware of that and really wanted to get a little bit of revenge for that game. And then also the Nuggets were a team that made it a big move in the – at the trade deadline when they acquired Aaron Gordon from the uh, Orlando Magic. This was Aaron Gordon's first game with the Nuggets. He was wearing number 50. uh, Wearing number 50, he wore double zero for the Magic, but he chose 50 uh, with the Nuggets because of how many that's, you know, a lot of his dunks and dunk competitions get that score of 50, which I thought was pretty funny. But um, he had 13 points. He was six of nine from the field. Uh, two rebounds and assist, and he was part of the Nuggets that just at the beginning of the game and, and kind of continued through the entire game of um, just really destroying the Hawks by making cuts uh, in the first half in particular the Hawks were just getting back cut to death and the Nuggets were getting so many easy looks it, it just really the Hawks you know even when they were getting stops the Nuggets would get an offensive rebound and a putback But the Nuggets were getting really easy high percentage looks by just back cutting the Hawks to death. They would off screens, um, a lot of from the corners to the basket. But uh, Aaron Gordon is very good at that, and he uh, got a lot of his points right at the basket. Other Nuggets who played well, all of the uh, starters for the Nuggets had at least 13 points. All of them were plus 17 at least in the plus minus statistic. Jamal Murray had a solid game, 17 points, 7 of 11 from the field, two rebounds, four assists. He was a team high, plus 23. Uh, He really took it to Trey Young. I thought that one thing the Nuggets did that was very smart is with the starting lineup that the Nuggets had, there's really no place to kind of hide Trey Young, and he was forced to guard uh, his position and Jamal Murray, and Jamal Murray is just a lot bigger than Trey Young, and was able to get right to the basket and be very aggressive with Trey. I thought Trey was giving a lot of effort. He's just a lot smaller than Jamal Murray, and Jamal was taking advantage of that to get right to the basket and get some easy looks. Um, Will Barton had a solid game, 12 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Uh, One of Trey's good friends, Michael Porter Jr., had 15 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. And then off the bench, the Nuggets got a huge contribution from Jamichael Green, who came in, had 20 points on 7 of 12 shooting, three of five from three-point land, and I thought he was really the big difference. The Hawks were outscored in bench production, uh, 46 to 53, and Jamichael Green was a huge part of that, just able to come in, hit a couple threes. He had his own 10-0, well, 10-2 run, where in the third quarter he was able to score 10 straight points for the Nuggets. The Hawks got a two-point shot during that stretch, but it helped really push the, Hawks, the Nuggets lead up, to ultimately it ballooned to as much as 33 at different points in this game. But the Hawks just didn't have any answer. And Trey Young was doing everything he could in the third quarter. He was hitting some shots, and the Hawks were able to get it down to 13 to 67 to 80 at one point. But it never got any closer than that. And any time the Hawks would come down and really have to grind and get a good shot, the Nuggets were able to you know, either leak out and get an easy shot or really just— um, come down and hit three-pointer themselves. It just never felt like the Hawks could do score, get a stop, score again to cut this lead and keep it from getting out of control. Trey Young's night, ultimately, he was 8 of 14 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, had two free throws for 21 points, five rebounds, seven assists. He had seven turnovers, and having the same number of turnovers to assist is just never going to be a recipe for success for the Hawks. Trey, in particular, you want him to be making good passes, making those aggressive passes to get his uh, teammates the ball in those advantageous um, positions. But sometimes he started the game with one of his typical uh, passes, trying to get it into Clint Capella. But the Nuggets were, were ready for that pass for whatever reason, and they got a turnover just to start the game. Um, and I thought that was a little bit of foreshadowing for what would happen the rest of the game. Um, John Collins had a particularly tough night, three of nine from the field, only one of four from three point land. He was being aggressive at the three point line, which I like to see from John, but it just wasn't falling. I think maybe all four of his three point attempts might've been in that first period. He did get to the free throw line, which continues to be encouraging for JC, but he was four or five. There had 11 points, five rebounds, two assists, and then four fouls. You always got to watch the fouls with Collins. Clint Capella, five of 11 from the field, 10 points, Eight rebounds, just one offensive, not Clint Capella's best night. Um, Just he didn't seem to have it going. The Nuggets did a good job of really having the paint be packed, and Clint Capella was never really going one-on-one. It always felt like he had one-on-two. There was someone always there to help Nikola Jokic in that um, battle. Bogdan Mogdanovich, 4 of 9 from the field, 9 points, had a rebound, an assist, and a steal. And then Tony Snell... One of one, his one shot coming from three-point land. Got some more free throws, two of two there, of course. Five points, a rebound, and two assists. Off the bench, the Hawks got a a nice uh, little burst from Kevin Herter. He was three of seven, two of five from three for eight points and two assists. Gallo was five of ten, had 14 points, three rebounds, two assists. Solomon Hill had a very uh, Tony Snell-like. Um, stat line one of four all of his shots become coming from behind the three-point line for three points skyler mays was the main backup point guard two of five he had a three in the first period that pushed that hawks lead up to 35 to 31 um five points two rebounds and assists and then big o oneka kongwu one of two uh, um from the free throw line for a point three rebounds two blocks the hawks as a team only had three blocks but it was nice to see a kongwu um, get in there and play defensively. Uh, the Hawks really are missing um, Lou Williams. The Hawks also didn't have DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish or uh, Chris Dunn, but not having a true backup point guard. Um, I thought Mays played fine, but it just really hurts that second unit and um, I'm interested to see Williams is expected to at least be with the team at the next game against Phoenix. Um, It's unclear whether he's going to be able to play or not. And then Hunter, it's unclear if he's going to be available to play the Suns either. But uh, the Hawks really miss some scoring punch off the bench, especially. They can get some good ball handling from Herter and Bogdan Bogdanovich, his secondary uh, playmakers or or kind of guys who are going to run that second unit. But they really need a true backup point guard. And Lou Williams isn't going to be any sort of pass first point guard, but he can certainly Uh, break down a defense and get some of these guys easier looks Um, but just kind of the first real tough game for the Hawks on this west coast road trip I thought through the first four they were competitive in all in all of them they could have won all four of those games they ultimately went two and two and then they came in and against a very motivated uh, Nuggets team they just got really just destroyed in that second half and then You know, you can talk about the altitude in Denver, you can talk about um, just getting Aaron Gordon being a big lift for the Nuggets, but the Hawks just didn't have their normal energy, and besides Trey Young, it really didn't feel like anybody was uh, pressing too hard or just um, really doing anything to help the Hawks get a little bit of boost, so I think it's just a game you throw away and you look ahead. The Hawks have three more games on this road trip, they go to Phoenix, then they go to San Antonio. And they go to the New Orleans Pelicans. And those are three tough games. You know, the Hawks had a chance to be 4-0 going into this one in Denver. And they were only 2-2. And And so now for this to be a really successful road trip, they need to go and win two out of the next three. And those all next three games are against tough opponents. The Suns are in second place in the West right now. The Spurs are rolling. And with Zion and the Pelicans, you know, it's always going to be a tough game being the last one of a road trip. So, the Hawks have a lot of tough work ahead of them. It'll be again something to follow when Deandre Hunter gets to come back and when Lou Williams is able to suit up and play for the Hawks, but I think this is a game in Denver you just forget about, move on to the next game and take some of the things that we're working in this first four games, namely controlling the paint both on the offensive and defensive glass. And, um, just being aggressive offensively and you carry those forward and hope those continue to do well for you again, after the game, both Nate McMillan and Trey Young talked about how the officiating kind of knocked them out of how they should have been playing. Even coach McMillan saying that, you know, he thought that the officiating got to the players and also got to him a little bit. Trey Young had a technical in this game. And that's another area where the Hawks just as a young team have to realize there are going to be nights where you're not getting the calls you want and all you can control is getting to the basket, continuing to play hard. And just, you know, some nights you're not going to be able to um, overcome that, but you can't let that be something that unexcused for you for why you didn't win the game. And um, so tough loss again, 102 to 126 loss to the Nuggets. Knocks the Hawks back to 500. They're 23 and 23 overall. Um, and goes into a tough game for the Hawks on Tuesday where they play the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we will be back to talk that game, talk to you about that game afterwards. Go Hawks! Thank you for catching this episode of the Kettlecast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!